On today's episode of the podcast, I have my love Dennis on the show. It's been a long time since my husband was here as a guest on the podcast, so we catch you up on a lot of things. He shares all about what his experience of the free birth was like, whether or not he felt scared or nervous and how he feels about it now. We talk about what it's like being a dad of two, how he feels about having Finn in his life now. He shares what he does for a living, so many of you have asked. And of course, we also talk about coffee. It's not a podcast episode with Dennis without talking about coffee. As usual, it's a fun episode, maybe slightly inappropriate. It took us 24 hours to record, juggling all the kids and everything. So I really hope you enjoy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's jump in. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome to a brand new episode of the podcast. And you can hear me smiling right now because it's an exciting episode of the podcast. I have Dennis on the show today. Yay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I feel this is such a big, uh, big deal. You used to come on the show all the time and now it's been a long time. I think every six months. I think feels... we had a flow where we were like, Every couple of months you were on the show. Maybe, but the last few years, it's been every six every months. Every six months, kind of, yeah. I would like think. Once, twice a year. Yeah. And I there was a while where I was trying to convince you to start a couple's podcast with me. Do you remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> that did not happen. I wonder why. I don't know. I think it's a, I think the decision was right in the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's really fun to have you here. Should we paint a little word picture? I like to do that sometimes at the beginning of an episode. Like, sure. Where are we? What are we looking at? What's going on? I don't even remember the last time uh, I was on the pod, so I wouldn't even know what picture to paint. <laughs> but for this moment, <laughs> oh. like if I look behind, like what do you see out the window? White. <laughs> Powder. <laughs> it's, uh, it's your favorite time. It is actually very snowy. We have like two feet of snow. It's like up to your knees. Yeah. Yeah. Super nice. Up to my knees, not your knees. Your knees are yeah. so high. Up to my ankles, more or less. <laughs> my <laughs> knees are your ankle height. No, it's a really beautiful, crazy, it's like a sunny morning, pinkish sky. It's been snowing the whole day yesterday. Bus weren't driving, so we had to pick Leia up from school. Yeah, that's fun. That's never happened in Aruba that someone calls you and says there's too much snow. Well, usually it's rain. <laughs> yeah. Like driving can. yesterday on the road reminded me a lot of Arubans driving when it rains. Like everybody was like <laughs> super cautious and driving slow. I was a little annoyed. <laughs> It's really funny how in Aruba when it rains, it's like snow day. People don't know what to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. It, it's crazy. But we are in this really idyllic moment. This is your favorite time of the year. Yeah. Normally, November isn't, mm -hmm. I would say. It's end of November. But uh, it is, yeah. Like the snow, I the 
the closest uh, ski hills are not open yet to us. They open in one or two weeks. But uh, it is when when they open, then it's basically my favorite time of the year. So it's getting there. Yeah. But I mean, you like the snow more than you like spring, more than you like peak of summer, more than you like like coziness of fall. If it's like this, yes. If it's like this kind of snow, this kind of weather, it stays under, it stays below the freezing point. I uh, I love it. You were telling me something funny yesterday. He was like, he was like, it's so crazy. Like, look how beautiful it is, snow white, gorgeous, and just like a couple degrees warmer, <laughs> this would all be rain. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how the weather works. Just talking Celsius. <laughs> if we're just talking Celsius, if it was minus two and raining, it's not raining, it's snowing. And then it's just beautiful. But if it's plus two, it's not snowing. Then it's just gray and shit and depressing. <laughs> it's so funny because only like a Caribbean person would think that this is like a thing. Like, obviously, that's how I the mean, weather works. We in all. <laughs> Aruba, if it's like 30 degrees or 26 degrees, it's, it's the same. It's the same. It's the difference. No, it's true. It's true. A couple of degrees different, and this would be like a muddy mess. It would be the worst yeah, experience yeah, ever. Yeah. yeah. But it is really beautiful that it's like this. And I really feel like I'm in the Christmas vibe already, which is really exciting which you hate everybody yeah. knows you're the grinch well just because of the work that comes with it but there's always like, work that we're comes... setting a lot of things up to be able to put them back down but later so it's like that's literally life like that is all it's of... like let's work six hours now so we can work six hours later again <laughs> and for me and leia and finn because obviously he's going to be a christmas lover too it's like oh my god let's go into the woods and cut <laughs> down a tree and bring it home and decorate it like that whole process is yeah. joy and for I you mean, it's that, work. that's kind of nice yeah. I, I would imagine the cutting down the tree walking yeah walking and yesterday i was like hey when are you putting up the outdoor christmas decorations yeah, that you were like not so nice never and we had we almost fought about it because, because every year you do it like i feel like the outdoor stuff that's you but it's all kind of me because I'm the one who cares. I, don't I know. mean, in Aruba, I remember we did it one year and then the Christmas light stayed up for like two or three years. <laughs> it didn't was, come down. <laughs> that was because we decided it was really cozy. Most of them do come down. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, so we are sitting here in front of the fire. We have candles lit. It's snowing outside. We have a baby. Mm hmm. We have a six-year-old at school who took the bus through the snow mm -hmm. to school by herself. And we have a baby sleeping upstairs. Yeah. That's new. Yes. <laughs> it feels old, but it's new, I guess. <laughs> feels old, but it's new. I mean, he's sleeping. We're looking at him on the monitor now. So we, yeah, at any, mo any moment, this podcast, podcast is canceled. It's canceled. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> but we thought we would just like start recording and see how we do. But we have a baby. You haven't been on the show. You weren't on the show the whole pregnancy. I, I think I was. I don't think you were. I don't think I've been not on the show for one and a half years. Did Courtney write you back? Uh, Courtney, let me see. Not sure. <laughs> Courtney. Oh, yeah, she did. Our podcast superstar. Uh, it was March 10th. March 10th, 2022. Two. Two. I'm telling you. Three. What? This year. What year are we? 2023. We recorded in this house, didn't we? We recorded in this house. We have, we're not living one year in this did house Did she yet. tell you the year? No, it's March 10th. <laughs> I don't remember this at the, all. The episode was about preparing for baby number two. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, fine. So I think it's this year. God 
damn it. Okay. I was going to be like, we didn't even talk about pregnancy. Okay, so we did talk about pregnancy. Yeah. I don't remember this. So we did record in this house. Dude, mm-hmm. my memory is like scary bad. Yeah. I mean, you're so confident about all the things you I'm say so too. I'm so confident about everything. And then I just have to swallow and then let you <laughs> prove yourself wrong at some point in the year. <laughs> and then not the try to gloat on it too. But it's crazy. My memory scares me a little bit. But anyway, okay, you haven't been on since the baby was born. He is five and a half months. Mm-hmm. And he's basically crawling. Yeah. He's... Uh, He's a little, he's a little crazy dude. How, first of all, okay. How, how do you feel being a dad of two? I don't know how to answer that question, to be honest. It doesn't feel realistic <laughs> yet. But you are. I mean, I feel, I feel like a dad, like a dad. Uh, compared with uh, Leia, it took me a long time to f- feel like I am a father. But now it's like, it, it's, it was there already. So in that sense, I don't think it's different. Like he was born and you're like, this is my kid. I'm his dad. Yeah. Yeah. With, With Leia, Leia. I, I didn't have that. Yeah. How long did it take? It took a while for you know, to feel. I like nine months or something. Yeah. And I remember doing everything with her. Like I remember she was maybe three months old and I strapped her in a baby Bjorn and then I washed the car with her outside. In a, <laughs> like I was doing crazy things that uh, you're not supposed to do with a baby. Um, yeah. You were kind of like, this is kind of like Ringo. Yeah. In between feeding, I would take her out to lunch with the guys yeah and come back like i don't know i was really trying i guess back then yeah and now it's not like that no no, no i'm not trying at all given up completely yeah. he needs to figure it out on his own <laughs> no but we didn't know what we were doing we didn't know what parenthood yeah was and i think when you're pregnant like a woman you get all that time to get to know the baby from the inside like it's a different experience yeah but once leia was there we didn't know what we were doing afterwards either mm-hmm no, and now and now we do. Yeah, uh, but I mean so that, that it takes sense, a while. Easier. That it takes a while. I think yeah. it's natural, and I think it's good that you talk about that. Yeah. But so you feel like like you were able to bond with Finn earlier than you were with Leia. Yeah, for sure. And how how, how do you like him? How's how's, I mean, how's Bear? He's nice when he's nice, <laughs> and he's not when he's not. <laughs> like it's been a little uh, it's been a little rough the couple of last days. We've um, had we had a lot of months that were re- we had like two great months. He's been quite easy, yeah, as a baby in general. Yeah. I would say easier than Leia because I think we know what we're doing. But he's uh, also more chill he's, than Leia. He's more chill. He's not as talkative, which is nice. <laughs> but uh, no, the last three days, I guess, or we just had a, a since we arrived back from our vacation, it's been a little hard on him. Yeah, and yeah. we could see that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, when I. Like I would like, we would have like a cozy moment, like any moment. And then you're holding Finn and you're like kissing him and snuggling him. And I'm like, oh, do you love him? And you go, he's all right. (laughs) (laughs) But like, do you feel the love, is it the same as with Leia? Or do you feel like it's something that you grow into? Like, how is that bond as a dad? Because he's a son, he's your son. It's also, is it different being a girl dad or being a boy dad? I don't feel that yet mm-hmm. i don't feel like this is my son and i need to uh, it's different than leia i think i have a stronger bond with leia <laughs> but he, she's been along <laughs> she's been around a little longer she's proven herself <laughs> yeah a little bit longer no it's just uh i feel i'm a better dad when they're uh, a little older when i can do fun stuff with them mm-hmm. this period is a little more difficult for me i would say yeah yeah i mean it is it is yeah 
I mean, I, I was just thinking now how like every month literally is easier. Yeah. And some people are dreading kind of two, you know, when they're two and they start getting difficult or three no. and they start to find like, I, I just look forward to that. Because then we can drag them along easier. <laughs> drag. <laughs> Making it sound like, <laughs> no, but it's true. You do things much easier. Yeah. For me, the hardest part and was with Leia too, was like the early months. And speaking of, look who just reared their head out of the crib. We'll, uh, we'll keep talking until he, uh, until he really uh, complains. Okay. okay. <laughs> but so it's been a while since you were on the show. We have two kids now. We just had an amazing vacation. Yeah. We have had a lot of changes in the past like couple of months, not just the baby, obviously the baby being a huge change, but yeah. in the past few months we have had a baby, gone through that huge transition of birth and everything. And we got a lot of questions about that. People really want to know, like, how nice. was birth for you? Because they really know how birth was for me because I've yeah. been banging them over <laughs> the head with birth stories and stuff. But how, yeah, how was birth for I mean, you? it was easy. I didn't feel any pain. <laughs> except for I had a little headache. There was someone keep, like, screaming and telling me what to do. But other than that, it was just smooth sailing. Uh, I what was say. that? What was that? Telling you what to do? What? <laughs> But if you want to share a little bit about the birth story, like from your perspective, because I think it's it's fun for people to hear also, because my version obviously yeah. is not the same. I mean, it's the same thing that happened, but it's like our perspectives of what was going on was like very. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe different. I need to hear your version to see if it's. Uh... No, but I mean, for me, it's like I was in the dark cave and the yeah. waves of pain and all that stuff. And then yeah. you, I, I was, and for you, it's like I was waking you up and then you fell asleep and then I was waking you up. Like, let's just kind of share your version from. Maybe we went, we were watching a movie, you, me, and Michaela, and then you fell asleep and she fell asleep. Yeah, I think the difference was that you were much more prepared, I would imagine. Um, So I'm talking from my view, from my outside view, looking in towards you. Uh, When you were having contractions, you weren't even telling us. And if I compare this with uh, Leia, I think you, when you got contractions, you got so excited. You're like, this is happening now. But uh, yeah, it, it, it probably wasn't happening right now and then. And then we tried to, with Leia, force something that wasn't supposed to be forced. Compared to here, you just, you just went primal and you let everything happen the way it was supposed to happen. And then in the morning we woke up. And I was prepared for another 12-hour day. You were in the bathtub. I didn't think it was going to happen anytime near there. So in the morning, you're talking like 6, 7 a.m. You're thinking like we have 12 more hours of this kind of thing. Yeah, I go down. I remember a deer eating your garden oh, when yeah. I went down. I <laughs> ran outside to shoot that deer. <laughs> this I've forgotten. Yeah, you told me the next day. I ran back inside. I made the, what was it, the, the hot tub. And then you were in there. In the, the regular in the, tub or the birth pool? The regular tub. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden you said, start filling up the other one. I'm like, oh, but are you sure? Because if I fill it out now, you know, <laughs> the water's going to get cold. And But we filled it. And then, But how was like, from your perspective, like how was my vibe? Like what were you, could you, you what were, was I doing? You were in control. Like the whole time you were, it was really nice to see. You were just in full control at all time. And I think... This is a feeling you were trying to have with uh, Leia. And I think with Leia, you were a little out of control. And here you was just, you're in the zone. You kind of, 
like I wasn't worried about you. You knew what you were doing and it, you could feel that confidence as well. So that was really nice to see. And then we moved to the bathtub and then all of the a pool. sudden the, the pool and uh, then I, maybe I'm re- remembering this wrong. I can remember if your water broke in the tub or in the we pool. Did, we didn't know. It wasn't no, you clear. Told me, you yeah. told me you, he- you heard a pop. I thought I heard. Yeah. 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 And yeah. And then you were in the pool and maybe I'm remembering this wrong because it, I'm not so good with memory either. <laughs> Uh, and then all of a sudden, your uh, I think your mucus plug came out. If that if that's a thing, like something came out that was supposed to come out, and you weren't believing it, but I I saw it. And then we were all in the pool. And next thing I know, you're saying he's coming. <laughs> you're like, call Leia. <laughs> she needs to be here. Then Leia and Ringo were all there. And then you started you, really so in actively that, burning. So in that moment, were you still thinking this is hours and hours away? Yeah. For sure. For you were sure. like super relaxed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I remember right. being like, how does everyone not understand that there's a baby emerging? <laughs> no, I think everybody thought this was hours and hours away. And yeah. I preferred this way compared to the other way, which when you think it's coming any minute and then yeah, hours and then go it's not by. Happening then it, and... No, uh, we were we were in it for the long haul. I don't know about you, but I was really <laughs> mentally prepared. Yeah. But it was so different because I was up all night and it felt like, for me, it felt like, I don't know, years, months, but also time is like not really a, a clear concept. Yeah. But then when when I really said, okay, we got to go downstairs, you and Michaela woke up, it was only like two hours from that moment until yeah. he came. So that's super fast. That was, yeah. We for even you had, guys. We had yeah. breakfast, all of us, you know, and that was... Uh, yeah, but then what happened? So I said, okay, get Leia. Get Leia. Ringo came in. Uh, Michaela was there and then all of a sudden you say you could you could uh, feel him coming and I can't remember what I was doing I can't remember if I was trying to hold your hips or push them together like I was trying to like I was in the pool with you I was trying to comfort you but you were very I now I remember you were very annoyed with me because I needed a coffee (laughs) to like stay awake because I had a little dip there and all of a sudden, I start drinking my coffee in the in the tub, and you got you started yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe there was like a world where you were not all consumed in the birth <laughs> kind of thing, and you're like in the pool drinking a coffee. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. yeah and, and then yeah, I I don't know. I I I think I remember you remember details much better than I do, and when it comes to this, but I just remember it being. So I don't want to say effortlessly for you, because maybe that's uh, like saying that this wasn't a big deal, but you made it look very easy. And that was, re- I know, it was very inspiring to see all together, to be honest. And how did you feel when when he came out? Like you were behind me, I pulled him up. Yeah. How did you feel in that moment? Super happy, of course. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? You know, it was it was nice. He was there active crying reacting were you nervous about the cord no not at all i didn't even know that was i didn't even know the cord was around uh, it happened neck. really quickly yeah, yeah how it was yeah i was behind you and the baby was in front of you yeah. when that happened yeah should we get this little uh, okay you wanna i go get him you go get him okay okay, okay he just grabbed the mic so we you want to say something you want to say hi no <laughs> 
He just wants to grab a hold. He just really, really, really wants to hold the mic. We'll see if we can maybe do like one question with him here and then maybe we continue in the next nap. So we were talking about the birth, Finn arriving, you feeling a lot of like joy. I mean, it was a really big moment. Did you have any moment where you felt scared? Before the birth? Yeah. Not during. Not during. During was like complete confidence. Yeah. Before the peace. birth, I was... Uh, yeah. You want to share scared. a little bit about that? Because people, I mean, people have wondered a lot, like the free birth and... Well, know. I didn't know what a free birth meant. <laughs> First, in the beginning, no. <laughs> no, I thought it was a home birth, which we already tried, but we were going to do it good this time. But uh, free birth is a whole other thing. And I was very, uh, yeah, scared in the beginning. I'm, I guess, as a person, I'm much more trusting in the the medical world, um, especially since my mom is a, like a nurse, uh, has been my whole life. So I have a lot of good experiences with the hospital in general. And that could be because my mom always had the right connections and I never had to wait in line. I never got the same treatment as everyone else. <laughs> yeah, you had the VIP treatment. I always hospital. had a VIP treatment, yeah. Yeah, but you also never had like a, I don't know, like a, you generally don't have the same distrust of the system that I do. In general, no. No. You don't love. No, no. I'm just more trusting, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't question. I just want to, I just be, I just exist. You just, I just want everybody just, to be happy. Don't, I just want to float. <laughs> don't upset the government. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me see if I can put him in his little table. Is the table there? <laughs> Yeah, we, we're, we're a little bit different in that sense, like in terms of I was never a big fan of authority and I'm a little bit more of the like conspiracy yeah, for sure. <laughs> theorist than you are. I don't know. I just, I can definitely go and, and find something that I think, okay, this is really flawed. And birth was one of those things that really... Yeah. And it probably is. I'm not taking that away from you yeah. either. But uh, but could you see kind of after having this experience with this birth compared to the first one, like did it make sense why I really wanted just to be left of, alone? No, I, I never questioned that at all. That was not the, the discussion we were having. I think the discussion we were having was that you wanted to be completely uh, away from anyone, not having any influence, any outside influence whatsoever. And I wanted someone to sit in the car... <laughs> outside our yard just in case if something that i don't know about would happen yeah and that uh, that person is nearby that was the the biggest difference and the biggest discussion we would have in the beginning of the the birth yeah yeah hey so finn is sitting in his little like play table looking at us like excuse me I'm getting no attention. Okay, we're going to take a little break. This is a good time for a little ad, and then we'll come back for the next nap. Okay, it's uh, three and a half hours later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Baby is napping. We've had lunch. You have plowed. You've plowed. The snow. The snow. Yeah. <laughs> for everyone out wait, there. Wait, was that a sexual like connotation? What? I, I feel like you can take anything and you can make it into like a sex joke. <laughs> I mean, this was kind of... would you be plowing? <laughs> okay. Let's just keep it at that. <laughs> I don't know how to segue from here. <laughs> we were talking about birth. 
We're gonna just close that. Yeah. Yeah. People did have. Speaking of plowing. (laughs) Speaking of. Okay. You you feel good about the birth now. You were scared in the beginning. I was scared. uh, The way it went, it couldn't have gone better, in my opinion. So, yeah, super. When we have our third baby, that involves maybe plowing. (laughs) Speaking of plowing. Speaking of plowing. Yes. When we have our third baby. Mm. Are we having a third baby? I'm, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> if we had a third baby, if, would you feel happy about a free birth? I would feel very happy for you guys. I would be here, probably bring breakfast. Who's who's us guys? You and your partner. You and the new baby daddy. <laughs> Me and my next husband. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you are not having any third baby. No. No, okay. But if we were, hypothetically... It would uh, take much longer to record a podcast than it did today. <laughs> okay, it would be even harder to do a podcast with three babies. But would you feel comfortable with a free birth? That was my question. Yeah, hypothetically. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's move on from birth. So um, we've been kind of hinting a little bit online that um, you you have a new job. Yes. Okay, you didn't have a job for a long no. time. <laughs> it was very hard. Since coming to Sweden. I was still semi-managing projects in Aruba and our current business, uh, Island Yoga. But aside from that, uh, I've, I've been home for almost two years, I would say. Yeah, you yeah. want to talk about that? I just did. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you're such a dude. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Like it's been, it's not been too super easy. It's been years. really tough uh, job wise and personal, personal, how do you say, goal wise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it has been really tough. I went from uh, figuring out what to do. Uh, with with me being here in Sweden to having a lot of projects all of a sudden in front of me. So that's kind of nice. Right now, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you don't really want to talk about the two years. Oh, it was hard. <laughs> what do you want me to say? It wasn't... It was hard. It, was, it, wasn't, it happened. The yeah. end. <laughs> it wasn't the best of times. <laughs> I, I was mean, thinking that because I've shared on the pod that you've been struggling. It's been hard without like a sense of purpose i think you went from aruba where you were you were like the man over there you could figure everything out any problem you had in your day you knew exactly who to talk to yeah you had you know things going and moving and growing it was like that kind of vibe there was always something something happening and uh, even if it was quiet time i i don't know it's just that's also it's home it's uh for me Uh, i grew up there so it's different even when I didn't have a purpose there, I had a purpose, it felt. But here, away from civilization, I guess, away from having a social life, being on a farm, and, and then also not having like a a job or like kind of a, a work purpose, that made it very hard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I don't know, it really was, I feel like since we came here, we had kind of a plan of like, here's what you wanted to do or... And then I it thought didn't... it was going to be very easy. Yeah, we both thought it was going to be. We uh, we used to have um, a place in Stockholm, an office. Yeah, we still uh, have. I mean, an apartment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when Leia is very little, and we were there for maybe three four months, and then uh, 
no, all of a sudden uh, I had community. I had I had Leia. I went with a stroller to this cafe. Met those people. Like I had like a. You were like latte papa. Latte papa, her, yeah. but with a with a purpose. It felt like even I wasn't working. I wasn't doing anything at that particular moment. But there was there was some purpose to the day, mm-hmm. some kind of a adventure. And then, not living in a city makes that a little harder. And a lot of things ended at the same time. Like I stopped doing the live classes. You yeah. you used to produce yeah. with me all the time. We used to film for YouTube. We used to do like so many little side things that took up a lot of time that involved you in a really big way. Yeah. So it's kind of like the studio stopped. Those are my buns. <laughs> I have to go check on my Christmas buns. One moment. Okay, buns are out of the oven. I made lussebullar for anyone wondering, which is this. How much do you like a lussebulle, like a good lussebulle? I like it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like the Swedish saffron buns that we eat for Christmas and it's just so good. Yeah, so we were talking about like Aruba being very active and busy and sense of purpose and then us coming here. Yeah, it was just harder. It was harder, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it was kind of a shock to me because I really thought, okay, we're moving to Sweden, even though we're going to live not in the middle of the city. I just sort of assumed like we were just going to get a running start and you were going to do a bunch of different things and opportunities that you couldn't find in Aruba. Like I thought it was going to be. And I I thought that too. I thought it was going to be very easy. I thought it was going to be very, uh, I don't know, before moving here, I I just thought there was so much opportunities uh, for me. And me not speaking the language was probably the biggest uh, hindrance. And then the second one was not being able to network. Meaning um, for me to network, I would have to go out of my way and put myself in a in a situation in a city to maybe bump into someone. It was just very unnatural. Yeah. Compared to uh, when we were here those few months when Leo was very little, I bumped into those people all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you were just making those connections from having similar um, things you liked. Yeah. Uh, And I think that was the the biggest, uh, the the, the biggest part for me, making it uh, difficult. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how do you feel now? I mean, because it was one of those things where I, I mean, we were kind of, I was worried that you're really low, like not just like, okay, I'm having a hard time finding a job. This is it's like this hurdle to overcome, but it became really, yeah, like you were just in a totally low yeah, it was, place. It, it was very, it was a very challenging time, I would say, uh, mentally. But there were also more things happening uh, in life. Uh, my sister was diagnosed with cancer for that whole year. So there was, uh, you know, it was all of those things not coming together, like a lot of bad things happening at the same time, mm-hmm. you would say, mm-hmm. that making it mentally harder. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you feel now? I mean, a lot of things got, yeah, I mean, your sister passed away. Yeah. That was really close to when we recorded last time then, because it was just a That month. was a month after, apparently, yeah. 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 And then Finn came, and then the just the routine of yeah. life changed. No, there was a lot of... Uh, uh, it rem- kind of reminds me of the year 2014, uh, when we had a lot of death and a lot of uh, positive things happening at the same time. 
like a roller coaster of uh, emotions and scenarios. Um, but yeah, now uh, I I feel pretty. I feel like the only th the only thing we uh, fight about now is me trying to leave the house to go to work. <laughs> Like it's you, become like every, a different. Every time I'm trying to <laughs> leave the door, it's like no, 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 do this, no, 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 do that. It's normally then, like wait, 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 wait. I have to pee. Can you hold the baby? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. It went from like the fight, the struggle was like, okay, you need to get out of the house. You need to like go be with regular people. Go be in an office. Like yeah. get out of here. You know, get get dressed so and like opposite. have a normal day. And then now that this is really busy, like it's gone from yeah. like, yeah, very, very different, just yeah, complete shift. And now I'm like, wait, 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 you're leaving? Like this is yeah. all we wanted for two years. And now, yeah, I can't. It's, <laughs> it's hard. I mean, it's hard for me to be home, but it's also yeah. just, it's new. So we're getting used to it. Yeah. And then I think this idea that we kind of had where like you would semi work from home, like doesn't work. I can't. I can't. At all. We thought it would work. It doesn't work. No. I wish I would prefer to stay here and work, but... Uh, half, not all the time, like half. We thought, we, we talked about like maybe two days a week you're home working. Yeah, but for you, if you see me behind the no, computer and the baby no, screaming, you no. really resent me. Yeah, it doesn't work. No, yeah. it's better that you're like not here and I know what's what's what. But so yeah, tell everybody about like about work. It's, what you uh, doing? Three, I guess it's three jobs. <laughs> Yeah. It's three projects three things yeah. uh one of the project is uh like kind of like a property management where we airbnb um apartments like our old house where we used to live is uh, in sweden that's being airbnb now and then in the town nearby sigtuna in the city we have uh two three units coming uh so that we can just yeah, rent those out for anyone that's coming for short term. Two, three units coming or two units and there's another three? There is two units, third one coming, maybe a fourth and a fifth one coming as well. Wow, that's a yeah. lot of apartments. The baby's back. They, huh? We no, got five minutes of no. Airbnb. I mean, of uh, <laughs> what's this called? Podcasting? <laughs> okay, let's just leave him in there to marinate. This for me is the hardest, not being able to... To finish what we're doing. I just know. Just to do one thing, yeah. I know, and he's... I, it, it is, it is. And it's also... I feel like I'm... You're kind of worse at that than I am. Yeah. I don't know. I can, like, start something and then stop and then step away and then, like, okay, go back and finish it. But for you, it's like, it's I'm done. doing this. This is yeah. it. Yeah, we have different... But no, that's really hard. But he's okay. Look, he might fall back asleep. Good luck. <laughs> Make the odds be ever in our favor. So that's the first uh, part. And then the second part is uh, a cafe. We're opening a cafe in that same town, Sigtuna, in the middle of that town. Um, hopefully in September, I, I think. We get the keys end of June, July, and then we have to remodel the place and, yeah, make it open. <laughs> yeah, so you're roasting coffee. That's the cafe. Yeah, I know. But I mean, people know that you're roasting yeah. coffee and it's going to become a cafe. And then the third thing. Oh, okay. That's how you think. Okay. I because it's it's two different, completely different base, business, even though they're related, but it's... Uh, okay. In my brain, like the roastery and the cafe is one thing, but I guess it's not. It's not. No. Yeah, all. you're right. You're right. So, and, the, and then the roasting is the third business and that's its own business and it will be half in that cafe and half on the farm. 
where it has its own production, where we want to supply restaurants and other cafes and maybe uh, supermarkets. So it would be more of a distri distribution business, you could say. And all of those things on its own is actually a full-time job on its no, own. Each one is a full-time job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be very hard for me to figure it <laughs> out. But the cafe hasn't started yet, so that's like coming. No, now I only have one job, yeah. basically, which is the property management. Yeah, the but property management is happening now. Yeah. Which involves a lot. Yeah, so anyone listening, if you want to come to Sweden or if you ever know anyone who ever wants to come to Sweden and really explore, we live... So this town that Dennis is talking about is Sigtuna, which is the town closest to us. It's Sweden's first city. Yeah. It's the oldest town of Sweden. It's this old Viking town. It is so beautiful, so picturesque and gorgeous. And the nature here is amazing. So anyone who... It's a really touristy place, actually. It's like Sweden's most touristy yeah, it's, it's spot. It's very known. And that's where the that's where the international airport is as well. Or in the district, not in that yeah, little town. But by. the the commune, they call it, is mm -hmm. also Sigtuna, where the international Stockholm airport is. Yeah, so everybody kind of makes their way there. Yeah. yeah. So you can now, you can rent from Dennis. Okay, you can Airbnb <laughs> from Dennis or do like short-term rental from Dennis. And our old house that you're renting, like everybody knows this gorgeous. Yeah. If you follow us on social media, you see this. That one is doing really good, actually. You put it online and it's like... Just going. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's so good. And it's funny because when we were living there, people asked every day, oh my God, this place is amazing. Where is it? And then when we were moving, people kept asking, oh, is it available? Can someone rent? And now it really, um, it is. And it's just going, yeah, really yeah. good. So I'm happy for you. And it's a lot of work. And you've taken such beautiful photos of all the listings. and Yeah, so that's it, I guess. So now it's okay. Now there, I'm not in a, how do you say, now I'm not overwhelmed, but I think one once all three is like really off the ground, it's going to mm -hmm. be a little, I have to figure it out. Okay. We have the baby nursing here. Is this driving you insane? Yes. <laughs> is that, it's actually something I'm really bad with is uh, multi-focusing, I guess yeah. it's called not tasking, but uh, to focus on a baby and try to have a conversation. I know. I know. Well, it's also like holding two thoughts at once. It's not, it's not easy. Okay. We have a lot of questions for you. I think one of the things that people really want to know is about like your coffee and your coffee roasting. Oh, okay. Because I think like you share your love for coffee. You yeah. have done that for a lot of years. Now for the first time in your life, you're roasting coffee and soon people will actually be able to buy like our farm roasted yeah. coffee. Oh, that would be nice. You're trying to buy a new roaster now. Uh, in the process of buying uh, a roaster... Uh, that if that deal goes through, fingers crossed, uh, we will get it at the end of this year. And that means that uh, in the beginning of the year, maybe I could sell coffee locally here. And if I figure the distribution out, I could it could also be internationally. Like yeah. Europe is not going to be a problem, but I feel like a so lot the of US. these listeners are in the States. Yeah, a lot of us are. A yeah. lot of us. I'm actually mentally, I'm in here. the States, I'm living there. Yeah, dude, your coffee is so good. Thank you. Yeah, now that I've learned more about, I, I never knew. I just thought you roast, I don't know what I was thinking. I thought you just put coffee in a, Yeah. you just roast it. I don't know. I just feel the more I know is the less I know. Yeah, yeah. So probably when we record the next one, this Dennis doesn't know you're anything. gonna be like you didn't yeah. know what you were talking about but like roasting coffee is kind of like making like wine or you know it's yeah, really it intricate is. yeah yeah it fully is 
<laughs> no, but it, 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 I don't know what else to say. Like when you get into like light roasting, it uh, has to do a lot with the. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Tawar, tawar, tawar. What? The the ground, the earth that you get the taste. You know when you have a wine from that region, you know it's that the terroir. wine. Terroir. Exactly. Terroir. terroir. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and you've kind of shown that like every time. So every morning, here's how it goes. <laughs> every single day, like we have this very elaborate breakfast. Yes. We have a uh, like breakfast in this house are sacred. It's also the kind of only time you and I get alone, hopefully, to talk, yeah. to talk in the day. And uh, and then I start prepping breakfast. You go to the espresso machine, and then you pick your region for the day. <laughs> And you ask and me what I, I want. You, no, and then I ask you what it is. And then you try it. And sometimes you like actually guess correctly because you kind of understood. After you've made me like cappuccino. Yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah. what do you think it is? Yeah. Well, usually we do it more with the filter coffee because then you can really taste the difference mm-hmm. in the places. But like, I can tell like an Ethiopian yeah. coffee. I know what it tastes like now. I feel. Yeah. And, more, or at least the ones that we drink. Yeah. Here. The natural ones. Yeah. Yeah. The natural ones. Okay, we can get really nerdy about this. Okay, we are back. This is our take three. Mm-hmm. It's end of the day. It's the end of the day. <laughs> we started this morning. We, we didn't just start this morning. We started immediately. Like we started at breakfast. We still yeah. had breakfast on the table. Yeah. And now it's 3 p.m., which very much feels like the end of the day in Sweden because the sun is setting. It's getting dark. <laughs> it's getting dark. Leia's coming from school any moment. Oh, yeah. and um in the time between we paused and now we have uh, two coffees had two coffees and a fight Mm. Mm. it's been good it's been a good day so yeah how are you how are you feeling actually normally we'd like talk about that at the beginning of the show like how you doing i didn't ask you that today you didn't ask me no from the heart how how my heart is how is your heart yeah (laughs) Um, beating that's good it's good yeah. yeah, yeah, I feel, I think, I think I'm in a good place. Yeah. Yeah. You look like you're in a good place. You feel like you're in a good place. Yeah. Yeah. We just had an epic vacation. That's true. Didn't we talk about that already? No. Are you sure? I'm sure. I'm pretty sure we talked about it. <laughs> I think you've been thinking about it since, okay. we, <laughs> since we left. <laughs> but someone asked, was being in the Maldives, did it make you miss Aruba? Was it like oh, coming yes. home feeling or yeah. was it like vacation feeling? Like what was Boat. it like? Yeah. Boat. It was, uh, it was a really nice feeling because it, uh, I don't know, made me uh, appreciate it more. Like coming from Aruba, you don't really care about the sun. You don't really care about the ocean. Like it's always there. And coming now from like a like a gray October, because uh, it wasn't snowy then yet. It was just a gray, and it was raining a lot. And to get there, and to be in my element, it was very nice. All of a sudden, I felt like I uh, this is what I know. This is who I am. And all of a sudden, I'm like. A leader, you know, and not a follower. <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah. You were like leading the group. Okay, no, yeah. <laughs> but you just feel like putting on your board shorts and your flip-flops. You're like, okay, this is my... Yeah, that was so nice. The water in the Maldives were, was uh, 
warmer compared to Aruba, though. I have to say. Yeah, I've never seen you just step into just any body in. of water no. and ever. You're such a Danisis. We have a great. I don't know what it comes from in Sweden. We say badkruka. It means like when you're hogging the. No, no, no. Badkruka is like when you're scared of swimming. Not scared, but like you don't want to swim. Yeah, basically. but the literal translation. No, kruka means pot. Oh, okay. So I don't know if it comes from somewhere. But yeah, then as even in Aruba, I'm like, let's go for a swim. He's like, oh, but it's so cold. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like 25 I, I do, degrees. Well, I don't like Celsius. leisurely swimming, if that makes any sense. I don't like going in the water just because. Maybe at this trip, I was different than I did. But uh, usually in Aruba, you go in the water. I'm like, huh, why? Yeah. You know, you get salty, you get wet. It's And you used to always wonder, like all these tourists yeah. that just come and they just like lie on the beach all day do you get that now though a little bit more well i still don't do that though i know but do you like understand the need i i guess i still feel sorry for all these people (laughs) it's always like people travel across the whole world and then they just lie in a plastic chair for eight hours a day like crammed you know because there's beaches like that in aruba where they just cram people together in front of the hotels (laughs) yeah i don't i still don't do that even now we would like the time that uh the time I got to like do like my own thing it was we were diving. We yeah. were doing activities. It wasn't like I like I think you got time for yourself and you're like, okay, I'm gonna lie on the beach now and no. read my book. Yeah, but then I, I lay in the sun. <laughs> yeah. I mean I lay in the shade. Really? I didn't uh, Emily, my sister, so my sister, she's twenty twenty two. And she's like one of those typical Swedes. I mean, it's very typical Swedish. And, and I think any part of the world where like it's not, we don't have sun all year round. Yeah. When you miss it, you miss it. You become kind of obsessed with it. And Swedish people particularly really like to tan. It's also yeah. like a 20s thing. I don't know. I feel like when I was in my early 20s. You used to tan. I used to like, I like the, I, never in Aruba, like living in Aruba. I mean, your you, whole family would come visit us and yeah, lie by the pool. Yeah. And the then when my day. family came, we were just, that's all they want to do. Yeah. And you would lie with them. Yeah. Because it's like tradition, <laughs> but like living in a warm place, it's not like you lie in the sun all day. Like that's bizarre. You would yeah. just fry. But my sister, um, 22 years old, she really wanted to come home from the Maldives with a tan. So she was like out in the sun, just like oiling oiling with this toxic fucking oil like she was spraying this oil i'm like what what is that shit it was like this generic crap brand and i'm like don't spray that close to my baby I'm like please step away and then she got burnt and then she got a heat rash and then she got a sun rash yeah and she had to go to the doctor and the doctor was like here's like a cream for your rash please stay in the shade and she was like eh, how serious was that medical advice so she like goes back in the sun and then at the end of the trip she lies next to me and she's like, how are you more tan than I am? And I'm like, dude, just from chilling in the shade <laughs> with my baby. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's really like a Swedish people love to sit on the plane back home from a vacation, holding up their arms, comparing like yeah. who tanned the most, which is just so crazy and ridiculous. I don't think I got a tan though, to be honest. You didn't even have like a farmer's tan. You were just like, I don't know, but we weren't. We were with the baby. Yeah. We were in the shade. We were in that. We had a pool that was really in the shade. It was sixty feet underwater. You were sixty feet below <laughs> sea level <laughs> <Yeah>. at maximum <laughs> times that you could. That was cool about the first island, like unlimited diving included. Yeah, it was crazy. Was, and then you get out of the water, and there's this guy on this boat serving <laughs> you tea and dragon fruit and mango and a biscuit <laughs> and a biscuit. And then they take all your dive gear. Like, all you do is, like, it's like you come up, it's like, here, uh, Mr. Schoenveld, and here's your tea, here's your towel, and then you stand there, and then you see people just 
was it awkward <laughs> the first I, time uh, when you're like wait like i need to like <laughs> the, the first time it was like damn this is really nice the second time i'm like well i i think i can do this myself and then like the third time i'm like no 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 i got this Don't let worry. me carry my own gear yeah. <laughs> dude it was this was for sure the it was the very nicest luxurious vacation yeah. we've ever been on for me this was the vacation nest vacation we've ever been on as a family like you yeah. and i also together yeah it wasn't like we used work to, related no we used to travel a lot and enjoy a lot and we have so many amazing memories from so many parts of the world of like yeah. just magic like i think like hawaii or thailand like where we have been in like tropical places enjoying yeah but it was always like a couple of days at the end of something work there was always something that was it wasn't stressful i would say but there was like you weren't you weren't really on vacation either right you know there was like uh like a thing you had to do it was always lingering over your head yeah and it was like this vacation was just it was just to vacation. go chill yeah. yeah yeah i'm really grateful for my dad i don't know i feel how do you feel like this is i got some questions about that like how how do you feel about my my swedish family like going on vacation with 16 well this is the first time swedish I've ever people done it. yeah but like how how was that how do you feel being in the swedish family and living so close to like I my side of the be... family I feel like I'm much closer to your family than I am to my own family, strangely enough. Um, and all these people that we've gone on vacation with, I have my own relation, personal relationship separate from each other. It's not like I have a relationship with the 16 of them. It's like almost every single one of them, I have like a, like your grandma, we watch football together. Like every, every week, Sunday. <laughs> every Sunday we go and watch football together, just me and her. And sometimes your dad comes. Uh, and her sister and leia and leia <laughs> leia kind of came afterwards though <laughs> you, you and my grandma had a yeah. thing first yeah and then your grandfather like he was one of your first family member that i kind of became close with uh, in 2010 and now i don't know if his health went back or his english went back a little bit it's kind of hard to communicate with him <laughs> he's a little more aloof now yeah, yeah. but uh when I go to work in the town, Sigtuna, that's where he lives, I always see him walking around, walking with the dog, and we always get a little chance to talk mostly about coffee. <laughs> and, uh, and these kind of like examples I have with each and every single one of uh, your family member, I would say. Yeah, especially yeah. on this, like my dad's side of the family. And that's funny yeah. because before we moved to Sweden, like I used to feel I was closer to my mom's side. Like my mom was the one who would visit yeah. and my siblings on my mom's side were the ones who would like come along to Aruba all the time a little bit more. I mean, I'm My close. dad visited once, right? No, more than once, yeah? a couple of times. Yeah. Um, but your, uh, but on your mom's side, I, I feel like I have that relationship too. No, like you we do. Go, we you go do. to your cousins at the farm uh, and your siblings and your yeah. aunts. And, no, you do. It's just we yeah. see my dad's side more we often. We live with your dad's side. We're I guess all... we just went on a huge vacation with my well, not only that but we all live two minutes away from each other here yeah basically so what about like so your mom is visiting soon yeah yeah I'm really excited about that this is the Second first time, time since the wedding she's yeah. coming to sweden that's crazy first time in the winter that she's coming here and she loves winter she likes the snow like me and she loves christmas um, wait is it what this why you hate christmas Mm, because no. your mom is so obsessed with christmas wait how no, have i never met, made this connection working, before it's the working are you part? sure yeah and it's just the, the responsibility. so everybody like dennis's mom she's amazing she has this like christmas village yeah that she 
I mean, she she builds on it every year. It's probably year. there already now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's there since like middle of November. <laughs> it takes up like the whole entire living room and it's this whole village of like ponds and little people ice trains. skating and trains going round and round and it's it grows every year. It wasn't yeah. this big when you and I Literally. met. It was like a one table. Yeah. Now it's like every, she loves every year Christmas. She invest in it. Yeah. Yeah. But did she ever make you do Christmas related things when you were little that you didn't like to do? No, Is that why you're a Grinch? No. Not at all. It's just the responsibility that comes with it. Like it's, I don't know, it's kind of like breakfast. You love this elaborate breakfast. And for me, a lot of times I think it's pointless because you would set like 10 plates for the two of us, a cutting board, like every single butter you own, like with garlic, with truffle, whatever it is, it's on the table. All the cheese Like half of the things you don't even eat. You just want it in a reaching distance. And it takes like 15 minutes to put up. And then 45 minutes to take down. This morning we had pancakes with homemade jam. We had boiled eggs. We had sourdough bread with cheeses and jam and ham and cappuccino. And I had one egg, (laughs) one boiled egg, but I still had to take all that shit down. (laughs) But you admit That's Christmas in a nutshell. Admit it. You like our breakfasts. I like talking to you. I like spending time to you, I with like you. I like talking to you too. But that breakfast that you just explained, or I just explained, is normally you eat the stuff. This morning was like, I, I came down and you hadn't had anything. Like one I cut you your egg. bread, you didn't even eat your bread. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. One boiled egg. That's you all cannot I... just eat a boiled egg. You're a growing man. But I don't eat breakfast normally. <laughs> You're a growing boy. Mm. You do eat breakfast. We sit here and eat breakfast every single day, dude. Should we talk about the Maldivian breakfast? Oof. Oof. you know everyone i have like a really great like i, I was gonna do a reel about this on instagram because i was so inspired in the maldives like i should do all these reels i made zero reels but i had this idea of one i wanted to make which is like here's my number one health tip for when you go on vacation and it's to heat your chocolate croissants like every morning i would go i guess it's called a pan a chocolat yeah I would go and I would grab my chocolate croissant and put it on the toaster and just lightly heat it. They had like a, a grill <gasps> on top of the toaster. They had a so, croissant toaster. Yeah, well, it's just a regular toaster for people to understand. It was like a regular toaster and it had like an elevated grill on top. Dude. So you would put the croissant or crescent <laughs> on top of the grill <laughs> and then you just turn on the toaster and the heat makes it soft. Have you ever thought of like how croissant is kind of a crescent? It's called a crescent. Is that what it means? It's called... Stop, you're blowing my mind. You're blowing my you mind. You can Google no, it right now. No, no. Just Google crescent. No, no. Wait, crescent, you... Google crescent in French. No, crescent in English. What do you mean? That's not the same. What do you mean? Cro- croissant. It's a French word. It's not the same, oh, okay. it's not the same as crescent. <gasps> but the croissant means... <laughs> What does it mean? Croissant means crescent. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just, I'm like, it's kind of shaped like a crescent, you know, like a crescent moon. And then you, oh, you see how we met each other there. Mm. That's interesting. Oh my God. We are a croissant loving family, though. We've always been. Yeah. Since well, Aruba. Really eat it anymore I'm, except you for keep on vacation saying that you don't even on vacation dude the four seasons breakfast is the best breakfast i've ever had in my yeah, life it's really beautiful it was beautiful it was amazing okay um <laughs> we were talking about family your mom is coming here yeah. on uh, in december in two weeks on and i'm a little worried for her why 
because we have really beautiful weather right now. And usually if you have two weeks of really good weather, like the third week kind of becomes warm and the, it can become sludgy and have a feeling they're going to come here for those three or four days and it's going to be like muddy and sludgy. I know. I really hope not. Like it's so like if we had a winter wonderland for her, she would be so She would happy. be so stoked. Yeah. I know. It's funny. Funny how many Arubans really like the snow. Well, we don't have it. Just like how these people really like the beach and the water. <laughs> I guess it's not so funny. <laughs> it just makes total sense. These people, you mean the my visitors. people. The, the visitors. The visitors. Okay, I get it. I get it. Oh, man. I kind of do want to go back to that. I don't know. I would love to go back to that like first resort in the Maldives at some point. I'm going to try to convince my dad to make it a yearly thing. Yeah, we can afford Fat that chance. Shit. We will never go there on our own ever. <laughs> So, okay, here's a question about fatherhood. Someone's asking, is Dennis a very hands-on dad? I would imagine yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> but what does it mean to be a hands-on dad? Like, what is a hands-off dad? Someone that uh, doesn't Oh, no, change. my dad was a hands-off dad. Okay. Someone that doesn't yeah. change a diaper or is not there all the time. <laughs> so, when Dennis is home, he changes all the diapers. No, when you're home and awake, you change all the diapers. Yes. I love it. It's really, really, really helpful. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, hands on dad. I feel like the older Leia gets, the more you're able to be hands on with her. Yeah. I guess, like, how do you feel like with like Leia being six? Like, how's fatherhood for this age? Much easier. Yeah. Much easier uh, to take her to football. Uh, I used to take her to dancing, but that's your thing now. Because you go there to spend time with your dad who's dropping off his daughter in the same dance class. So my little sister and Leia, go, they go to the same school and same dance class. And the same dance class on yeah. Wednesdays today, by the way. We are yeah. recording this on Wednesday. And my dad drops off my little sister. And then it's just like, I think this is a good father-daughter bonding time. Yeah. So me and, and my is. dad. It is. We, He's always so disappointed when I'm there. <laughs> but he, he, I feel like... Not because he doesn't like me. You see him he, a lot more than me. Like, yeah. I'm just home with Finn and you, like, end up seeing him more. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. It's nice to have, you know what, because he's always so busy. Like it's kind of rare to catch my dad without like him being on his way to a meeting or on his phone or on the phone, particularly talking to someone or yelling at someone or something. And when we're at ballet, he's just like, he's very chill. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good moment. But yeah, how is like fatherhood at this time? What's your favorite thing to, what's your favorite thing about this age, Leia being six? Leia being six. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's different. <laughs> what's your favorite thing about Finn? Right now, let's start with Leia. What's your, the best part about having a six-year-old? I just explained, like, the, the, to be able to do sports with her, to be able to just do stuff with her, errands, whatever it is. We can just talk in the car and play music together, and she can choose her own music on Spotify, and she knows what she wants to listen to. And then, you know, it's it's kind of nice to see her personality coming out, and she's... She's completely different with me than she is with you, for instance. Yeah, what do you guys talk about? Like when you're just well, in I'm the not car. A talker. I know, I wonder. So <laughs> because she oh, is random stuff. She talks a lot, so that's not a problem. <laughs> just random things. But I don't know. The way she is with me is complete like when I see her with you is completely different than the way that she is with me. Like how? Um and this could be a negative thing, but uh, with you she's much softer. Like I would pick her up and be like hey how are you it's like good how was your day good 
I'm like, oh, okay, what did you do? I did this, this, and that. And then she walks in the door, she sees you, and she starts bawling because <laughs> a girl times. told her something that she didn't like or something. But she wouldn't say that to me. She would say that to you because she knows that she gets this emotional connection from you. And, uh, but I feel like sometimes just because she, it's like she has a need to release any kind of emotion, but she doesn't know what, yeah. you know? And I feel sometimes she sees me and she goes in her brain and she tries to think of something that happened <laughs> that day that wasn't so easy. To get that connection. Yeah. Yeah. And that also sucks for me sometimes because sometimes I feel like she bonds with me more and like, uh, guess what happened today? And with you, she's like, Papa, guess what happened today? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get a little more of the excitement and I get a little more of like the... Maybe. Yeah, it switches well, yeah, that's around. The, like right now, I'm trying to see which weekend is the cheapest to go to like the mountains. With her. But it's so nice her, that you guys go skiing. Us, but with her, it might be easier. I don't want to go in a car with Finn for five hours. Hell yeah. no. Like that is a hard hell no. Yeah. What's your least favorite part about Leia at this age? Do you have like a, a part that's like tricky? Mm, I don't think I have a least favorite part. With her? Yeah, she's with her. fucking amazing. I She's she, she's a little intense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if we talk about that, she... But only with Finn. Not only that, but sometimes when we're at the table and she starts saying a story and she can't get her sentence off or across and then she keeps struggling with this one sentence i feel like fuck man talk <laughs> like, shit, or, shit or get off yeah. the pot. it's true she can kind of like loop around the same story for ages and yeah. ages and we're just like present and listening and like at some point it's like okay honey like what are you trying to say right now and she no. she does this when she's supposed to be eating and she yeah. doesn't want to eat and she so just she wants to talk and talk and yeah. talk and talk yeah. it's really true yeah no, I also think like this, I mean, Leia's, I don't know, she's just a remarkable, like, I feel like she's been, since she was a baby, she's been very easy, I feel. Yeah. I mean, there was a, a lot of sleeping. months, yeah, a lot of months were intense, but as she like, after one, I feel like she was a breeze. She never had like a terrifying two or troublesome threes or whatever they call it. It's not that uh, she wasn't easy, it's just that she was a baby and a baby needs, like we have it with Finn yeah. now, a baby needs a certain type of attention. Yeah. And to give that attention all the time is very difficult. No, but I mean, with her, I never can remember having like a really challenging like time period. You know what I mean? Like I a year that was really hard. Or I mean, as a baby, yes, yeah. when she wasn't sleeping. Yeah. But after her being one and her being kind of like, uh, you know, walking yeah. and babbling. As soon as she started going to like preschool and she got to like release all of her energy, energy like it, it, it became much much easier yeah that's true that's true no i really love her at this age i love our conversations she's like a little songwriter now she came home yesterday and she'd written a song i don't, I don't know if i can trust that last she time wrote she did it down. that song already yeah, existed yeah last time she did she had it was like a trademark infringement <laughs> <laughs> she told us she had she, she made up this song and then i recorded her on instagram singing it it was so beautiful and someone is like that sounds a lot like this other song <laughs> and then i looked it up it was like oh yeah you know that she, she stole that <laughs> no but this one she said she really sat down and it it was like how a six-year-old would write a song it wasn't okay. like a, oh my god what a great song it was just like really beautiful how she did it but no, she's such a sweetheart. The only thing, like, I don't know if this is like a sibling thing or if it's a, like, she can be so intense with Finn yeah. and other, like, I love the age difference that they have because she's really helpful. She really keeps him entertained. Like he can just watch yeah. her forever. And then she'll make up these huge games and play. She's a little rough with him sometimes, but like, she's really, 
I don't know. She loves him so much. Yeah. And sometimes that intensity of like, you know, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's an intense age or maybe just intense to have a sibling. Yeah. Like the energy is yeah. very high all the time. But um, what about Finn? What's the, yeah, what's the I best feel, part about like a five-month-old? And what's the Finn hardest part? I also an easy baby. Yeah. Finn is a very chill, easy baby. He's more chill than Leia, like yeah, overall. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's just you can't leave a baby alone. You can't leave a baby with the mother-in-law. Like the baby is there all the time. Yeah. That's the challenging part. <laughs> That's the hardest part. Yeah. Today when you were, you were like working at the computer, I mean, when he was awake now, but yeah, an hour ago before we recorded for the third time, I was on the couch and for my, I had my first moment of, oh, he's going to go down the stairs. Like I actually have to, we need a gate now. Like he's really moving about. I don't know. I really love, like, I feel like every week, every week you get a little bit more spaciousness. Like every week you get to know each other better every week. You see more of his personality. Like, I just love him so much. And it's also so all-consuming. Yeah. Like, even now, like, yeah, this past hour, like, he just got very cranky. He was a little bit tired, but not tired enough that he could sleep. And then it's like, okay, I just walk around the house holding him. Yeah. That's it. He's on my hip. I'm not doing anything else. And I also feel like I don't want to, like, be on my phone or, like, listen to a podcast. Like, I don't want to, I'm with him, you know? And uh, yeah, we can spend an hour just walking from room to room. And that's like waiting for him to get tired enough to go to bed. But that sucks too, isn't it? Yeah, it's super hard. Like there's so many pieces of this that's like, yeah, all consuming and just hard. And also... I kind of wish he he can stand and walk and... and Then he's going to run away from you. Yeah, good. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, if he's he's two, when when he is two, I, I feel like... He might be more challenging in other ways, but then I feel I have more control and I can do funner things. Yeah, but that makes a lot of sense, I think. Okay, I think Dennis would be a good firefighter. Please apply. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, I think that's actually a job that I would love and hate to do. Yeah, I think so too. Because it's a really fun job. But always when the firefighter is needed is when I would want to go surfing When you would want to go do something fun. Yeah, that's true. Okay, people are asking a little bit about food. We ha- I feel like every time we've had a pod lately, we have ended up talking about food because we made such big changes and stuff. Yeah. But it's been a long time now. Like yeah. our vegan days feel like very distant. At least a year and a half, I would say. Yeah, and it's not like, I feel like we went through that phase of like, trying to make up for lost time i don't know i feel like we were eating like two pounds of butter a day (laughs) just going bananas now i feel like our diets have kind of well not on vacation i guess but settled a little bit like how do you feel like with your diet and your nutrition and like how does it feel to just eat animal proteins and good (laughs) no i i don't know how to answer the question like i i feel good i i enjoy eating meat I, uh, we were just now, uh, on vacation. It was the first time in, uh, in two years, basically where I had really good, like tropical fish, uh, fresh, you know, sashimi. And I would eat that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, but yeah, I feel good. I, I, I can't speak on the diet part because I don't feel like I have a, a round diet or a nutritional diet. I just, 
But do you feel like if you just tune into your, I think it's hard for you because so much of at least how you explain your level of well-being and health is always around how you exercise. Like yeah. exercise is like center. Yeah. But can you now like a year and a half into not being vegan anymore versus being vegan, do you sense a difference like in what you crave or like your energy levels or it's very hard you to don't compare. Know. It's 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 incredibly hard to compare because I'm living a much different life now than I used to. Yeah. And that's hard to compare them like side by side. Could you go back to being vegan? I think so, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You would feel totally fine because I really arrived at that place where like I'm like I would never Well it's do not that like again. I would be Like I like the rules of vegan. Yeah, you love, you uh, love a, a good boundary. Yeah, I like yeah. Uh, this is allowed and this is not allowed. <laughs> Why is that? What with no food? Clue. Is it because you feel like? But in in life too, in in mm, everything, like it? I don't like gray area too much. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like with food, is it a little bit around? Like you always joke, like when you were little, if you didn't, like you didn't know when you were going to eat next, yeah. so you go to a buffet, you eat everything you can I still, possibly eat i still feel that way <laughs> yeah. like this is why when we went to all these resorts and they were all inclusive like it's like a little kid in me that's like i don't know when my next meal is going to be so i might as well stock up now eight meals a day <laughs> and then for like 17 or 16 days <laughs> i was on stocking up three or four times a day <laughs> you really were First breakfast, second breakfast, dessert from breakfast. Yeah. It was like really intense. But you never arrived at that place like I did, like feeling, I really feel I I don't think I could go back to being vegan. My health could not take going back to being vegan. Did you ever have a moment where you feel like, oh, eating animal proteins, I feel fuller or it's kind of the same. I could go back and just eat the... I The only point of reference I have is the first time I ate fish after being vegan. So when I had that fresh salmon, salmon, I guess. Salmon. In, salmon in all the languages, salmon in English. No, that was the first time that I felt like I ate it and I was being hugged from the inside out. Like I felt like all all the nutrition. And maybe there are people here that fully disagree with that feeling. It's just that I haven't gotten that with steak or with meat. I haven't gotten that like I eat it and I feel like. But you eat so much meat now. Yeah. You're kind of obsessed with eating meat now it's it's kind of how does like, that work what's the feeling like coffee yeah like i could stop drinking coffee like immediately like when we were out on vacation because i felt like they had subpar coffee like i wouldn't drink it i feel with me it's kind of the same it's the like you make it for an hour in the oven and then you go outside on the grill and then you sear it a special way it's like the the how you make it and then how you get it afterwards. so it's not the taste or the enjoyment of like the eating it it's the yeah both but i would say it's like the whole the whole like i enjoy it more at home than i enjoy but it you could also grill you could also spend a lot of time grilling like a really great like head of cauliflower no <laughs> i don't think i can <laughs> you could technically you could season it you could put it in the oven on the low heat you could take it out to I the mean, barbecue I, i've had really good cauliflower steak don't get me wrong yeah, i've had very delicious ones but i couldn't be able to make it or to grill it I, i'm not that person but how did you learn how to grill and make meat because you did not know how to do that a year and a half ago no clue instagram, <laughs> instagram. <laughs> no i mean for someone who's like yeah, i could go back to vegan you sure do like want to eat like No, I want to eat all the Steak meat. Every Don't get day. me wrong. I, I enjoy it very much. But the question was, 
could I go back? And I think you could. I think you could as could. well. Could. Okay, I didn't mean it like in a life or death situation, like starvation yeah. situation. If you were starving or had to be vegan, would you be? Of course, I could be vegan. Like, yeah. yeah. Would you, I guess is the question. I don't think I would. <laughs> you know? It's two different questions. <laughs> it's not two different questions. I wasn't asking like under under threat, like at gunpoint, would you go back to me? I don't mean could under you go back threat to either, vegan? but you're asking me if I can. And yes, I can. You can. Would I? I don't think I no, would. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> Just like... This is, you have to be more clear with your, your questions. Your answer here, and I'm thinking about like what Dennis actually eats. Like Dennis would spend two hours barbecuing a piece of meat yeah. and only eat that. Like I have to actually tell him, hey, don't forget to put like boil a vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> Do something else. Make me a salad. Like there's potatoes over there, like something. You would just eat the meat, just like my brother, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. My brother is carnivore. We make a lot of fun of him for that. But um, no, he's really crossed over. He's crossed over to like a. But you guys are the same. Far man. place. I am not carnivore. What are we no, talking you're about? Not I just carnivore, but you buns. you get into a thing. Yeah. And you yeah, get yeah. deep into that thing, and he's the same. You yeah. guys go in rabbit holes, and I'm just trying to like <laughs> go on with <laughs> my day. You just don't want to <laughs> make a fuss about anything. Yeah. Um, how does Dennis always stay so chill? This is from a person who's not married to you. Okay. So they they, they have know not, me. They know you. <laughs> <laughs> they know the real me. <laughs> they know the real you. You are a very chill person, until I, you are not. I feel like I was way more patient than I am right now. You have been. I mean, in the past. Yeah, I used to be. Like now, I can get annoyed with people, and I can show people that I'm annoyed with them. Before I couldn't do that. I mean, you, you don't like confrontation. That's one thing. That's one thing. But if I'm getting a, a shitty service and it's like shitty because that person's being shitty, like I, I, like I would. But you were always like that. that that's different. Was it? Like, for instance, like, yeah, if I get, a, I, I get a fork and it's really dirty. Yeah. I would just be like, hey, excuse me. And you're like, no, no, but it's okay. It's fine. Not a dirt, dirty Not a dirty fork. fork. Okay, whatever. Um getting you, the if, wrong side if you got with your food yeah, if you got your food and your food was like 80 percent yeah good you're like it's fine and i'm yeah. like dude like this is not really exactly what i wanted or I I, like i'm quick to like hey i'm paying for this like please correct it and yeah. you're like no no don't make a fuss like i'll eat it i'll, I'll, I'll trade you you'll exactly. like trade me your food like i'll take sometimes it sometimes i'm take still it. like that but unless, if someone is kind of meaningly be, a dick yeah then uh, no one second leah's calling <laughs> can you speak speak here Yes, hello. Papa. Yes, my darling. Can you come here and get me? Are you out the bus? Yeah. But we're recording a podcast, is she? I think you have to walk that little that little, little stretch. But I I'm just scared. Oh, baby. Baby. If you get here, we can go 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 do that polka thing. If you get here. If you get here. <laughs> what do you mean? If if you make it, Nate, that is. If not, I'll miss you. Nate, Leia, come here. We're in the kitchen. Come, come. Okay. Papa's coming. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, my love. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's it's twenty four hours later. Day number two. <laughs> Day number Take five. 
take five. How do we live a life where it takes us two days to record a one-hour podcast? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I, I don't know how... I mean, I know how we got here. Their, their names are Bear and Leia, but I mean... Yeah. Um, so it's day two. We had kind of a rough night last night. Yeah. And uh, not not the good kind, but <laughs> the bad kind. Not not the plowing kind. As I <laughs> <do it. laughs> yeah. Bear took like two hours to go to bed and then I passed out. I really wanted to sit on the couch and like have a glass of wine with you. Yeah. You did that by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. How was your night? Was it good? Uh, I mean, after like the shaking with all my clothes on in a fetal position in the shower or <laughs> yeah, before yes. that? No, after that. How after was that? that? Oh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was chill. <laughs> did you watch, did you watch The Office? No. I started watching Norseman. What? Yeah. What? What it's is like that? It's like a Viking satire. <laughs> I don't know. I, and I think it's dubbed as well. I, I think it's not even in English, but I'm watching it in English. What? <laughs> yeah. It's really good, actually. You want to be a Viking now. You named your son after, like, Finn is an old Viking name. That's true. And uh, now you're watching Norse men and you're sitting here in the snow. I mean, it came up, like, under a category that was the same as The Office. So that's why I clicked on it. <laughs> and it got me intrigued immediately. Immediately. Yeah, it's, like, very stupid. I guess a good question to ask is, like, do you feel like you've changed a lot since moving to Sweden? Yes. I think so. <laughs> Someone said, Dennis is looking so much younger. What's his secret? And I'm like, oh my God, he's going to laugh at this. Oh yeah, not <laughs> not in that, not in physical. Or I guess in physical, I feel like I'm a little, a little bit heavier now. But uh, compared to Aruba, I think me mentally, probably I changed a lot, getting used to the Swedish culture. And I don't realize it until I go back to Aruba and then someone says something very Latino America or a little macho. I'm like, ooh, that, that wouldn't fly here. <laughs> not PC. Like, no. <laughs> That's true. Your dad, like your dad jokes have evolved. Your like sense of humor. Your sense of humor has become just a little more guarded. Yeah. Like sometimes you'll like whisper a joke to me instead of like saying it at the whole table because you know Swedish people don't. It's not gonna, it's not gonna fly. It's not gonna land the no. same. No, no. <laughs> No, but it's true. I feel like we have, I don't know, I feel like we've matured a little bit since coming to Sweden. We live more of a regular life, if that's a thing. Yeah, that is definitely a thing. Right? We're, but I think that's a parent thing. Yeah, is it? Maybe. I think since Leia was born, I think the the jet set lifestyle changed completely. I know, but we did we did jet set a little bit around the world with her, too. A little bit. But now it's like, we're going to Ika. Ika is like the local grocery store. The supermarket. The supermarket. And plan it three days ahead. Planning ahead. It's a trek. <laughs> it's a trek to get there. You got to like defrost, de-ice the car. That's not true. No? No. You I'm don't de-ice the car? No, I'm much better at that now. What do you mean? The cars are put in barns or under roof or in a way that there is no defrosting of the icing compared to last year. Like I learned oh. all these things from last year. So this year I can just... That's why you yell at me to put the car in the barn if I put it in the ro in the middle of the road? Well, no, because that's summer. 
<laughs> you always, I just don't like it to I be in the middle of the in the driveway that no one else can come and visit us. I know, but who visits us anyway? Your brother every day. Okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. How is your relationship with my brother? He's here literally every day. It's good, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. People ask. I don't know. People really want him to come on the show. Yeah. Do you think he would be a good uh, a good guest? I don't know him as a podcast guy. <laughs> so uh, I would listen to him. I don't know if he would be PC enough. He's also not very uh, He's PC. Swedish, though. He's Swedish, but he has a lot of non-Swedish like views of the world. And Yeah, yeah. he lived uh, abroad for a long time. Yeah, I know. I have two more questions for you before we're going to close this 24-hour marathon uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. The first one is, and this was a really cute question. Someone said, uh, how does Dennis feel now being a boat owner? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to love that question. So. <laughs> Man, you don't look back, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, that's a very good question. There, there's two... Uh, parts to this so a motorboat owner that's really easy and i can take the boat out myself there is no issue like uh, i can't believe you said motorboat but you didn't make a, a boob joke that's super uh, crazy that's, are you okay no that's like 2019 do you, dennis do you, do you need another <laughs> coffee <laughs> but uh yeah depending a sailboat owner is definitely something i still have to figure out oh how come oh please elaborate well i don't have a crane to start off with (laughs) to pull it out and we don't really live near marinas and i feel like most sailboat owners they live in like a little town and then they have to walk to the marina and then one day or two days a year the whole marina gets together and they take the boat out together is that what happens really it's like communal boat taking out of the water day for sure i don't think that's true that's completely true look it up because one person cannot take their own boat out of the water. But then you have like 10 people doing 10 boats and then it goes really fast and easy. Oh. So but, for anyone listening who doesn't know the context to this, Dennis bought a $280 sailboat best on purchase of my life. Craigslist when Finn was two weeks old. I think, he, was he two weeks? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that boat really sailed. Like, I think I sailed it for 10 days, at, at least 10 or 12 times. So if you divide that, you know, it's... It's better than an outing. No, no, I mean, it was, oh, there's a lot of deer behind you now. The deer visit every day, all the way back there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the thing about this boat, I think, you know, if this was like a, let's say, $2,800 sailboat or a $28,000 sailboat. It wouldn't be in the water now. It would not be in the water now. That's no. true. Yes, that's true. So I guess my question is for anyone listening to this podcast, do you want a boat? Yeah. But I want the ability no, to I'm take it out. No, I'm not asking you. Oh. No, no, I'm asking. <laughs> no, it's my boat. <laughs> I'm asking the people listening. And they can't get it. It's frozen wanna... in the lake now. <laughs> Someone please come and rescue me from this horrible boat. So this, we might have a crane coming tomorrow. Really? Okay, that's fine. Well, it belongs to your your dad's like construction company. And it's more like a crane to put, like to paint houses and to uh, oh. like put christmas lights in tall trees so we don't know if it can carry the weight of the boat oh you're gonna test we're gonna try it okay. so we might have a boat on land or we might have a crane and a boat in water tomorrow we'll see <laughs> okay <laughs> i really love that question though like how do you feel being a boat owner because you really 
you're like the kind of person who like bought a boat and you went and bought a hat to like fit you know you're like yeah i, I mean i like it. it's a personality was, to have a boat but we we were we were on the boat last year no for the, sure the motorboat we're just, we were, we're just, on like every you're yeah. just talking about the sailboat i'm just talking about the sailboat because it's frozen into the lake and it's driving me insane but yeah i've been sailing since little so that's I would love for Leah to learn, like to yeah. really learn how to sail. Okay. The last question I have, and this I think is kind of a, a fun one. I didn't prepare you for this question, so I don't know if you need a little bit of preparation. But you had so many questions about coffee. I really feel like people think about you. They think about coffee. And a lot of people ask, like, I don't know so much about coffee, but I would like to take my coffee drinking to the next level. Like, what should I, what should I do? What kind of, like for a basic person who's just... I don't want to drink the shitty old like tar that comes out of my 20-year-old machine anymore. Like I want to elevate my coffee game. What should they look for? That's a very good question. And there's a lot of answers to that. Um, it all. Are you just talking about regular filter coffee or are you talking about like cappuccino type coffee? No, I think filter coffee. Filter. Yeah. I don't oh, think people are going to go out and buy like an espresso machine out no, of the blue. That's, that's quite easy actually. Uh, you you just buy whole beans. Don't buy ground beans. That's number Why one. Why not? Uh, Everybody buys ground. I understand that. And coffee. the ground, probably when you open it the first time, it's very fresh. But within two, three hours, that ground bean is not fresh anymore. That uh, fast. Sorry? That fast. It's not like two, three days or two, three weeks. Depending who you ask. But some people would say it doesn't come fresh at all in the bag. Mm-hmm. Like before it even opens, it's uh, because oxy- oxygen... <laughs> that's the o- word oxi- <laughs> it oxidizes yes. no oxygen no? yes oxygen yes. Uh, anyway as soon as that uh, gets into the coffee bag it it like it's basically ruined so uh, buy whole beans and that means whole beans you need and, a grinder and buy a grinder you can get a really cheap grinder you did that for my brother my brother has like a coffee machine that he loves he only drinks from that machine and then he always used to buy pre-ground coffee no I think he he was buying no, uh, like he learned from you, I think, in really? Aruba, yeah, a while ago. Like, hey, the the most basic thing you can do to up your game is just yeah. to buy whole beans and have a little grinder and then exactly. grind your coffee. Yeah, yeah, and and that's it. And then just look it up online uh, with that coffee, or in general, how much grams or how many scoops you want to put with how many water, how many cups of water. No, you need to tell us. We're we're we're, we're not. You can't tell people to go Google. This is a. I understand, but people, there's a million way to brew So coffee. if I don't have a scale, which most yeah. people don't have a scale. Most people don't have a scale, so they yeah. have a coffee scoop. And a yeah. lot of times this coffee scoop will tell you more or less how, how much that is. And if you do one of the scoop, do you put one or two cup? And that is always... So you kind the, of taste your way to it. You taste your way to it, but you also have to look that up. So it's either on that coffee bag or you kind of have to like whatever machine you're using will tell you. One scoop of this is that many many cups of water. And that's like a really basic way. The ratio, you mean? Like yeah. how much ground coffee to use for how yeah. much water? Exactly. So okay. for instance, I do by grams, I do 20 grams of uh, beans. To whole beans. Whole beans to 300 grams of water. Uh, or ground beans. It's the same. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's how I get my... Uh, Perfect cup. Yeah. And you use a little... It's called a V60. It's like a little filter. It's like a, a pour over. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and that's the thing as well. In this particular pour over, you can brew it so many ways. 
So for instance, you put a little bit of water first, like 40 or 45 grams, just to bloom, they call it, to wet the ground and let the CO2 uh, come out. And then uh, you wait 30 seconds and then you put another 70 grams and then you put another 60 grams and until you reach that 300 grams. And depending on how you pour over the coffee, it will be either very crisp, bright and light or very heavy full body. Really? Yeah. That's I didn't and that's know. just one this, this this is just one little piece of like So just depending millions. on how you pour the water on the and how you beans. swirl it. What? Really? You want to have like a swirling going from the middle towards the out instead of just pouring it over. Dude. It's it's crazy and that's how these uh And what kind of coffee would you recommend people look for if you're kind of a beginner? And we know now, like, how you like your coffee is very personal. Like, for instance, yeah. my mom visits. She likes this. She likes her destroyed. She likes her coffee destroyed. That's what yeah. that is. She wants it burnt. She wants it, like, yeah. If you compare it to meat, you could say. <laughs> she wants it well, well, well done. She wants it charcoaled. <laughs> but and that's that, the kind of coffee she actually enjoys. Yeah. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah, yeah. And that's fully okay. But if you want to get to the point where you can taste where the coffee is coming from and you want to taste their individual personalities, then you have to go towards a light to medium roast coffee. And then you probably want to get it from a roaster near you or someone that actually, yeah, not a mass producer roaster that all sells like dark, 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 cheapest, 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 because you don't know where that coffee is coming from. Even though it says organic, that doesn't mean anything. Most so finding coffee, like a local little roastery. Yeah, most coffee, you want them to be traceable. The organic, I guess, is not as important because most of those farms can't pay for that label, like a Europe organic label, they can't pay for it in um, Latin America. Right. But you want to be able to trace it and you want to be able to see how they produce it and how who, who they are, what kind of family it is. Yeah, I didn't know this because I was always really adamant. Like, if it doesn't have an organic label, we're not drinking it. it. Yeah. And then Dennis started making these relationships with the people who actually, like, yeah, distribute the coffee and say, well, this is all organic from this place here, but they can't afford the... So it's, yeah, finding, I guess, a good person, a good roaster who yeah. you trust. And I think that's a... And it's a cool, cool way to support local small businesses also. Yeah, but uh, I guess, like, an easy way to find those is to just look for specialty coffee. That's the word specialty which is called the third wave coffee um the i think i might be saying this completely wrong apparently coffee now is in their third wave first wave was like the folgers the the ground like in the time in the 40s 50s or maybe even earlier uh, where people would go to war and they would get these tin cans full of coffee and it would help them stay awake uh, and I might be wrong on this, so please don't quote me. Second wave is Starbucks, um, all these big chains making a, a connection with the farm and the consumer. So you kind of know where your coffee was coming from. Like you go to Starbucks, you know it's coming from Sumatra. Generally, or, like what, yeah. what country? But yeah. it's mostly what still area? very dark roasted. So you wouldn't taste the origin of the coffee as fast because they really need to provide a... A taste. They really need to provide um, consistent a consistency. And if you do that, a light roast one one week it will taste like this. The other week it will taste like that because it came from a different farm. Mm -hmm. And that's the third wave. And that's what we like. That's like oh, this came from there, and you can only get this 
one time this season. Maybe next year you'll get it it's again. It's not going to taste the same. Yeah. Well, you'll get consistency from that lot, mm-hmm. from that specific place, but you won't, you won't, might not be able to get it again next season. And maybe next season it's a little different. And I think a lot of people like that. Like, I would love to know not just where it's from, like in the general area. Like, I would love to know, like, what, what kind of people, you yeah. know? Uh, grew this like who grew this coffee and how were they treated along the way and is it sustainable yeah. and are they living a good life and you know i would love to go visit yes you know, we just go on a jet set lifestyle go, go jet setting <laughs> with finn and leah finn likes to fly doesn't like the car so we could we could we could go someplace so just in general like is there a a region or yeah, a kind of coffee you would recommend people to no no? Okay, so what are you drinking right now? What's in my cup? Uh, I didn't ask this one. Yeah, that's uh, 50% Honduras and 50% Peru. I didn't roast it. It's uh, We've been talking to this roastery, which I want to buy the roaster from. Uh, he was a nice guy, and then he gave me some coffee to try. Mm. It's a really nice. But this one is a pretty dark roast for a cappuccino, so it's very sweet. It's very... Uh, it, it's It's nice. But you're not going to taste the origin in this coffee, but it's a very well-balanced coffee. I like it. Yeah. Thank you for um, coming on the show. You're thank welcome. you for doing the the whole... Thank you for doing life <laughs> with me in the trenches and the sleeplessness and the snow yeah. and in the sun and in the... You know, I love you a lot. Thank you. Ditto. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> Okay, everyone, I got to go smack him on the head. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I'll be back next week. (laughs) Were you going to say something? No, No? I I thought I saw the mic in the wrong hole. That's what she said. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoy the show, make sure you listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes of From the Heart with Rachel Brayton. This was a presentation of Cadence 13 Studio, and I'll see you next week.